So welcome Chloe Silverman from uh, Naturo Medicines. Hello, thank you for having me on here Joe. It's so nice to have you um, finally on the podcast. I mean we've been in touch for, for many many years about doing a potential cleanse together so to finally um, have you on, on the show feels really exciting to find out a little bit more about exactly what you're up to at the moment. Yeah brilliant, I think we met in 2016 it was, we've been in contact since then. Wow, that is, yeah, Jesus, that was a really, really, really long time ago. I mean, you're not on the island right now, are you? Where are you? Not right now. I'm in Cornwall, and um, I'm heading over to the island next week. Yeah. What, what um, you know, are you over there full time? Yeah, I live in Cornwall. I've been here for the last three years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm community hopping at the moment, which is quite exciting. What does that mean? <laughs> Talk us through it. So I'm going to different communities and I'm doing talks and I'm also gathering resources and information on what these different communities are offering. Um, I work with a really cool guy who does soil remineralization um, and he makes lots of different tech as well that helps different communities to function really. That sounds like an amazing community to be part of. And um, I mean, that is the future, isn't it, in the world that we live, really. We've all got to become a little bit more responsible for our, uh, you know, immediate vicinity and the land around us and the food and the, you know, the produce that we take from it. So that's a very admirable um, reason to have left the island to go and get involved (laughs) in that. How's it going? Yeah, incredible. Incredible. I get inspired from meeting other people and listening to other stories and finding out what they're doing. So as long as I'm kind of on the move every few months, I stay inspired and that allows me to put lots of energy into my natural medicines and into my online clinic. Mm. Talk us through what it is that you're actually learning being part of that community, because it does sound quite intriguing. Um, so it's, I'm learning personally about human relations. <laughs> and how like a functional community actually works um all the different dynamics all the different energies that come and go because often spaces sustainable spaces um they have a lot of transition so lots of people coming lots of people going um especially the ones that i've been visiting which are predominantly through Workaway, which is an incredible website that people can go on and they can find different communities um, and you can literally read, you can put in search anything you're, that you're interested in. So it might be um, equine education, so learning through um, horses, or it might be psychotherapy, or it might be yoga, um, or of course permaculture, which is a huge one at the moment. And so you can kind of dip in and out of different communities based on your interests and learn. Um, whatever area that interests you at that time. Wow. I mean, that's a really, yeah, it's a really great resource that I think probably most people didn't know existed. I mean, I've heard of Workaway and I've met people doing Workaways, but I didn't realise you could actually 
um, obviously connect to specifically people who work in or on projects that are, you know, affiliated with um, your passions and interests. And how cool is that? Yeah, it's incredible. And I mean, there's a lot of people also um, doing it from an educational purpose that might be filling part of their PhD by going somewhere and doing soil remineralization or agriculture. Um, or whatever it might be. What was it that made you kind of want to feel more connected to the land and to community, perhaps after after departing this uh, beautiful white island? Um, well, I think Ibiza for me was a big healing journey. I was there for three years. And I never fully felt a sense of community there. And so it was interesting. It was, it was just all about the healing. Um, and it was magical for that and I learned so much and I had so many insights so then when I came back to England I was like right what do I need in order to feel fulfilled Um, and it's going back to the basics it was like hearty people who are creative and playful Um, it's organic food that's widely abundant and available Um, and obviously a safe place to live that's in nature so yeah, it's ideal. Why didn't you feel like there was a sense of community in Ibiza? Because um, I, th- I think that's definitely some people's experience here, but I feel like a lot of people, or probably the people that stay here, you know, feel like they've met, like, the you know, the best community of their lives and they feel so connected and they've met so many like-minded people. So it's fascinating to, to hear your experience. Hmm, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, I met some incredible people in Ibiza who I'm still in contact with every week. Um, But I just, maybe I didn't connect to the land there. Maybe I was meant to come back to my roots, which is England. Um, And through that, I've been able to connect with people. I think that's the number one way to become, you know, reconnected without sounding too cheesy. I think, you know, getting your fingers in the soil is a really good way to feel connected, not just to, you know, other people in the community, but to yourself. I mean, ultimately, that's where we came from. So it's it's kind of interesting. I'm hearing this a lot about people that have, you know, branched out and started to, to grow their own and, and to learn more about the land. So that's you know, something I would really aspire to do. I've been talking about getting my own little plot of land and spoken to the Ibiza Land Bank and, you know, really kind of fancied the idea of having like a little allotment or... But, you know, the only pieces of land I've been offered are absolutely massive. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't take on a massive piece of land. I'll, you know, it won't end well. And I don't have, you know, all day, every day to spend on it. I don't want to become a farmer. I just want to be able to grow enough for me and maybe a few close friends and family um so that's um that's interesting that you've that you've gone down that road i mean you know long-term plan are you are you growing anything that perhaps you could use in your in your medicines or in your work or in your cleanses yes yeah so that's in action at the moment i've got polytunnels that are full of herbs um but yeah i mean i would love to have a huge piece of land show me what you found joe <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you could come and be part of the, you know, the, the Ibiza land community. 
Um, I think there's, you know, that that Ibiza Land Bank, I mean, is there to connect people who have land but have no time or opportunity to be able to work it but want to do something regenerative with it. Um, And they're basically just lending it to people, um, you know, to create whatever they need to create with it for, you know, two, three, four, five years. Um, You can sign up and and get a piece of land. So I think it's an amazing, you know, think of all the places in the world you might fancy being a farmer. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would be quite interested um, to know that that's a possibility. Go on. It's not even about, you know, being a farmer. I think just having the ability to grow your own food and knowing how to grow your own food. I mean, I've been doing this since I lived in Australia um, 10 years ago. I had a big herb garden and I had a big veggie garden and I'm not a green thumb <laughs> at all, amazingly, even though I'm a medical herbalist. Um, I had a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but just knowing that you can grow your own food and what's what grows in what season um and what is going to help you move into winter season as well i think that's important so just having a little plot or even just having something on your windowsill is enough mm. i mean 100 percent. i mean that's really the answer i think to most of our problems in ibiza um you know in terms of the importation of of food and other products and I think you know the number one I was actually only interviewing a, a group of climate activists yesterday for my other podcast the gang of witches beat the podcast and you know they were kind of saying that if we just literally just ate seasonally and the things that are supposed to grow on the land that you know through the seasons then really you know a vast majority of our issues would be would be taken away and yeah I think we've all got a lot to learn really from that that idea mm-hmm. yeah um, so tell us a little bit also before we go into, you know, the kind of cleanse work that you're going to be doing next week um, about your time in Australia, because um, I also spent a year there of my life probably doing the exact opposite. I was <laughs> I was uh, just turned 18, actually, in between my um, A-levels and um, starting university. And I went over there and obviously traveled down the East Coast, backpacking, partying and um, having a lot of fun and games and definitely not doing any of the holistic pursuits that it sounds like you engaged in at some point. But let's start with your massaging of rock stars. So um, actually my my time in, in Australia started similar to yours, <laughs> backpacking up the East Coast when I was 21, um, having a very self-indulgent, hedonistic, fun lifestyle. And yeah, I did that for a year as a backpacker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back home for a year and on my way back to the UK, I stopped off in Thailand and I did a cleanse over there, at a place called The Sanctuary, which back then was so basic. Like they literally gave you a bucket and a <laughs> tube as an enema um, and nice. there was no support whatsoever. It was just like, here you go, do this, um, drink that, <laughs> go to the yoga barn at this time. Be eaten by mosquitoes all night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Um, and I wonder now, like, what made me go and do that? Because I didn't really know much about health and well-being. Mm. Um, I just kind of landed there. Anyway, it was an incredible experience. And it led me to reading lots of books on cherry fasting and what all of these Russian doctors were doing as curative measures for cancer patients Mm -hmm. Um, and it blew my mind and then I changed track from nursing to naturopathy 
And I went back to Australia, and that's where I studied naturopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. And it was during my uh, time off, so during summer, that I would massage rock bands backstage. So I'd kind of go on tour <laughs> each summer, or just kind of drop in. I was taught to kind of gate crash backstage and be really ballsy with a massage table and just go in and be like, hey, I'm setting up, who wants a massage? <laughs> Write your name down. Wow. Um, and it worked and it was, yeah, it was epic. It was fun. Yeah. Fantastic. Who, who, any famous bands that you can tell us that you massage? Who have you got your hands on? Mm. <laughs> lots. Um, <laughs> yeah, lots. 20 Seconds to Mars, Pantera, Guns N' Roses. Guns uh, N' Roses. Parton, Dolly um, Parton. No yeah, way. Steel. Yeah, lots and lots. Which member of Guns N' Roses did you get your hands on? Oh, I don't remember. Not Slash? No. Did you massage Slash? No. No. Okay. I'm not quite so jealous then. <laughs> I do love that man. A lot of admiration for that drummer. Um, interesting. Okay. So this is kind of obviously, I mean, I'm, let's just go back a, a little bit further then and talk about the Thailand experience because I think most people, I mean, I've been there at least three times to go and do um, a fast. I started off with like a three point. 3.5 day and then I increased to five mm -hmm. and then I went back and did a 10 day water fast actually um, and they were extremely intense um, obviously for obvious reasons and we did all the things you just mentioned obviously the enemas and you know the yoga and the meditation and you know it is quite um, yeah it's like quite a deep experience in terms of not just obviously the cleansing but also the internal kind of searching and stuff that goes along with that. I think when you're completely empty of food, you know, there's a lot of space to, to think about, you know, processing lots of other emotions and things um, well, at the same time. That's just it. That's just it. So it's not just a physiological cleanse, but it's an emotional cleanse because you're mm. bringing up everything from the gut, which is, you know, where your serotonin is produced and also where you hold on to mm. excess and, and your baggage and your emotional baggage. So I, I was sat on the beach and I just remember crying my eyes out for like the best part of a day. Um, and then somebody came over and asked me if I was okay after about four hours of sitting there crying. Um, and I just said, no, I don't think I am okay. Hmm. And they told me, and they were doing um, the detox as well. And I said, well, this is normal when you're detoxing. And I was, I honestly thought I was losing my mind. So it was, it was really needed for somebody to say, yeah, this is what you're meant to go through. This is a release. This is, you know, almost a rebirth. Mm. So it was quite incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's very brave of you to go and do something like that at 21. I don't know if you had that actual process in mind when you when you flew to Thailand. But I think, you know, it took me till I was probably in my 30s, really, to go, you know, to go deep into the cleansing and fasting story. And I think, you know, absolutely, I've had some major emotional meltdowns whilst fasting. But, you know, that's the number one reason I do do them. And I haven't done one since 2017 because I... You know, I think the, that was after the 10 days of just the water fasting and it was so full on, but I've actually never felt better for at least a year that the effect of that lasted of just me feeling bouncy and joyful and, Brilliant. you know, clean and clear and clarity of thought and yeah, just like I could conquer the world. I mean, if you can literally survive on water for 10 days and convince yourself that, you know, not to eat. <laughs> I was going to, you know, like the night market and stuff and wandering around all the, the stalls and things because... I was you just bored, high, really. You, and you get so much energy as well when you stop eating. 
um, body kind of rides off of prana. Mm. And what's interesting is that if you do a one day of water fast, that's the equivalent health benefits of three days of a juice fast. Mm. And if you do one day of a dry fast, that has the health benefits of five days of juicing. Wow. So I okay. lead people up in my cleanse to do a dry fast. Mm. Um, first time I do it, I recommend a water fast and then eventually a dry fast. And mm. that's when you're able to really connect with your higher self and bring in as much light as you can. And then as you say, that that can sustain you for the rest of the year. Mm. It really, I was absolutely blown away by how, how long the effect of that lasted. And I, you know, look back at pictures of myself from that year and I'm, you know, I'm probably my best self, basically. My skin is shining, my hair is shining. And I just, yeah, I felt really good in my body. And um, I haven't felt really like that since 2017, which is, I've been trying to do a fast for ages. And I think after lockdown was when I first attempted it and failed miserably. <laughs> Me and a friend went to a hotel and it poured with rain all weekend in Ibiza. And um, yeah, we didn't last five minutes. We ended up I think, ordering some room service and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Otherwise, I think we might have jumped out the window. We were feeling a bit depressed at that point. Um, so, you know, you need to be in the right place. You need to be supported um, by someone like you and have a community. And I think, you know, for me, that Kosamui spa resort place was fantastic. But, you know, it was a very much sort of... Um, detox to retox environment there's a lot of people that had come from the party scene there and like dumped themselves in there and it was like they were going through sort of rehab slash <laughs> detox and there was zero support really as well like emotionally apart from the yeah. yoga teacher and everything else so um, I think what you're creating sounds really really fabulous and as I've said I've spoken to lots of people in the past that have had really great um, experiences on your um, on your cleanses so talk us through the program that starts next Saturday so it is a five-day juice cleanse that involves three days of raw food beforehand to prepare the gut, and then two days of prebiotic food afterwards. So all in all, it's 10 days, and I require, it's all online, and I require an hour and a half of kind of undivided attention from people each day, and that's to do presence practices. So I have live videos where I show you different practices to do, it might be breath work, it might be a guided meditation, it might be some yoga asanas or some qigong. Um, and then time to make juices each day. So you have over four liters of juice on the juicing days. Um, and you also need time to prepare an enema, which is a two liter coffee enema. Nothing like a colonic, which scares a lot of people. It's no way near as invasive. It's very easy to do. In the comfort of your own home and I even have videos where I'm showing you like how to set your bathroom up how to make your bathroom like a calm space um, how to do breath work whilst you're doing the enema to get the most out of it um, and then there's also videos in the evening which are more presence practices so just to really get you into that balanced state and educational videos where I'll show you what to expect whilst cleansing. So when you cleanse, you go through ketosis, you go through gluconeogenesis, you go into a state of autophagy, which is whereby the, the body eats away any excess plaque and it really corrects itself. Um, so I go into the biochemistry of cleansing, but then I also go into the emotional aspects of cleansing. 
So when, for instance, you're cleansing your liver, you go from phase one to phase two detoxification, then some expressions of anger might come about. So I even have in place on those days, I have recommendations. So I might say, okay, if you guys have a personal trainer, if you go to the gym, like this is the day to go to the gym. This is the day to do a HIIT workout. This is the day to do some boxing. This is the day to do some like primal wild dancing, you know, whatever you're into. Um, so yeah, I, I really want to make sure that it's safe and it's supportive. People know what to expect. Um, and then on the back of that, I have the Natura Clinic. So I have practitioners that people can speak to throughout the cleanse. I have naturopaths. I also have psychotherapists that use somatic practices using the breath. Um, and then I have an incredible quantum healer that's there. He's like my Jedi that can kind of <laughs> help people when they're really resistant. Well, if they're really resistant, just to fully see themselves and come back to the body, come back to the breath and have an easy cleanse experience. Talk us through the science of the cleansing, because you said the first three days you have to eat as much raw food as possible to encourage the good bacteria. Yeah, that's right. So um, we want to have fibre in the form of raw food for the first three days. And then on the juicing days, there's no fibre, it's just cold-pressed juices. So that fibre, it kind of prepares the gut, it helps to break down um, any sludge, if you like, on the sides of the colon so that it can easier, uh, more easily come out with the enema. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the enema day, you have clay, which kind of sticks to the roughage, the fibre that you've had on three raw days. And then you have um, a solvent, which is the morning glory juice, which has lots of grapefruit and lemon and orange. And then you have psyllium husk, which acts like a brush. So if you imagine all of those, the solvent's bro- breaking everything down and then the psyllium comes in like a brush and then the enema comes up and flushes all of that out. So if you didn't do the first three days of raw, then the gut's not prepared mm-hmm. um, and you have too many proteins, uh, maybe you're having dairy. So the roughage is kind of sticky. You really want it to be loose and fibrous. Um, and then... When you get onto the juicing days, you're just having the cold-pressed juice and that can easily be absorbed through the gut. So all the metabolic energy that normally goes into digestion, breaking down the nutrients, assimilation, um, and then expulsion, all of that digestive energy can then go into restore and repair of the nervous system and, of course, of the immune system. Mm. And that's, that's, you know, that's the aim of the, of the cleanse for anybody with any medical condition. Um, or anyone even with small complaints like headaches or PMS or bloating. It's, it's a real reset for the gut. Mm. Quite incredible. I mean, why do you think it's important to reset the gut? I mean, what are the, what are the benefits of that or what might people experience in the aftermath? I think it's important to reset the gut regularly. Um, well, first, it's, it's great to cleanse if you've never cleansed before. That is the ultimate reset. And we're bombarded with environmental toxins. There's so many chemicals and pesticides in food. These can cause things like leaky gut. That's where proteins can pass through the peptide bonds of the gut and cause inflammation. And that's how we get food intolerances. So if you can regularly cleanse, 
then it's a it's a prophylactic. It's preventing these things from happening. Um, you're clearing out any excess toxins, um, and you're just helping your immune system to rebuild. The gut holds seventy percent of the immune system, and it's also where ninety percent of your serotonin, your happy hormone, is synthesized in the gut. So it's so important. We need to reset and just look after the gut as frequently as possible and at each season's change is actually the best time for it mm. no I think this is just perfect timing I mean I think a lot of people including myself have been having a lot of fun this summer and had a you know two and a half week holiday in England which you know completely changed my entire diet and since that moment of returning back to Ibiza and to my normal habits I yeah I'm just not feeling the same in my stomach you know it just has upset I think the natural rhythm of things and um, just feeling obviously a bit bloated and like I'm a little bit sort of toxic <laughs> after mm. lots of drinking and eating things I never normally you know would eat I just feel like the diet in England for me or the things I choose when I'm there are heavier by their very nature um, and obviously it was a lot cooler over there than it is over here and as soon as you get back to the cooler weather you want to feel a bit more grounded yeah, um, and it's, it's normal to have the heavier starchier foods. And also, I actually think balance, I think it looks different to what most health coaches and naturopaths um, are promoting it as. After, especially after working with rock stars backstage, like I can see like creative genius mode involves not eating, it involves not drinking, like they don't even stop to pee. <laughs> um, like that's a balance for some people, you know, going from one extreme and then completely to the other extreme of like really nurturing themselves with lots and lots of food. Mm -hmm. And there might be lots of carbohydrates, but there'll be healthy carbohydrates. Um, and then for others, it's going into, you know, a complete cleanse for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. I don't think that balance has to be, you know, a bit of this, a bit of that all of the time. I think that at different stages of the year, we require different levels of, of energy input. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. The number one thing I noticed from the fasts that I've done over the over the course of, you know, three, five or ten days is that, you know, your mental capacity just raises up, you know, about 25 levels to a place where you're just firing on all cylinders. There's just no... Fog or um, anything holding back by my thought process, really. And I, you know, particularly at my age, I'm kind of heading towards 45 quite soon. And for sure, you know, there's some sticky moments, I think, as you head towards perimenopause, that, you know, my brain capacity is going to go through some foggy times coming up soon. And um, so I think, you know, things like this are probably a really, really good idea, I think, for women of, of this age specifically. But, you know, in terms of like, you say there's a, um, across the board obviously men um, are not going to go into perimenopause let's hope not anyway um, but you know this is not just something that's good for a specific type of person it's just for anybody feeling like you know they just need a bit of a reset this is for anybody who is in a transitional period so either they're feeling like they're in a funk they've got brain fog they just can't think straight they've lost their mojo for their work they're a, they have a creative block um, this is really for, ideally for people who are transitioning and they need a little extra, an extra kick. I've been called a muse quite a lot. <laughs> so anybody that's looking for a muse um, or anybody that 
is at a crossroads in their life. Maybe they've just broken up with somebody, um, maybe they're moving somewhere, uh, or they're changing career. Um, this is great for those transitional periods because it really just grounds you fully into yourself, into um, connection with yourself, connection with the earth, connection with a like-minded tribe, and offers that structure for you to go really deep um, when you're cleansing, deep physiologically, but also deep into the psyche to know and remember exactly who you are <laughs> and align to your purpose and go forth with what it is that you need to do. Mm. I think that's beautiful, actually. That is exactly what I experienced. You remember who you really are and what your purpose is and all that other doubt and fear and everything else just kind of falls by the wayside at a certain point because yeah you are clear in your mind about what you want and where you're going and um, the rest all feels like it's it just magically kind of falls away exactly it brings you complete clarity beautiful i'm very excited to be joining you and thank you so much for inviting me to to jump into this cleanse which how do people connect to that then where do, where can they go to find out the information Sure, so they can go to my website, which is realnaturo.com. That's R-E-A-L-N-A-T-U-R-O.com. And um, if they just hit on the cleanse page on there, and they can see three different options. So the first option is just the access to, I have an encrypted forum, so nothing's on socials. I like it to be very confidential. Um, that's the first option. The second option is the access to the forum with a purify pack, which contains your enema kits and your skin brush and your psyllium husk and all the different um, juicy bits. And then the third option is all of that plus access to practitioners in the clinic as well. Mm, wonderful. One Lastly. thing I forgot to mention, sorry, Joe. Um, my herbal formulas. So. Um, I think one thing that makes this cleanse different to others is obviously it's the structure and me guiding you through each day and having the live videos and online groups that are supportive. But in the Purify Pack is a Parasite Cleanse Herbal Formula and um, it does what it says <laughs> on the label. It flushes out parasites and there's a lovely area on the forum that's full of pictures of what's come out of people. Um, Ooh, nice. worms. <laughs> oh my god yeah um and that's quite satisfying when people have that experience so yeah the parasite cleanse herbal formula is included in the purify back as well chloe what a way to finish talking about parasites <laughs> and poo i mean what a joy it's been really lo <laughs> lovely to have you on i'm really really grateful it's obviously monday this this um is starting um, this Saturday, so it's coming up this weekend on the 24th of September, the first call is at 7pm. I think, you know, is there anything like if someone suddenly listened to this and said, right, I'm going to do this, what do they need to do this week to prepare? Do they need to stop going to McDonald's and stop drinking those cheeky canyas or how does it work? <laughs> well, we've got those three days of the raw food. This is, that's great preparation. There's no alcohol, there's no grains, it's literally just raw um, but if they did cut down on processed foods and if they cut down on alcohol beforehand, that's really gonna that's really gonna help as well. Mm. And what kind of raw food are we gonna be eating this weekend? You can eat whatever raw food you like, as long as there's no <laughs> meat and no dairy, you can go nuts. 
Okay, interesting. I can't wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on uh, to the podcast. It's it's really lovely to finally have an actual conversation with you. Um, as you say, we met in 2016, which feels like a lifetime ago. So it's good to reconnect. I'll be seeing much more of you this weekend on Zoom or your, in your Facebook group and community. Thank you so, so much. I'll put the link for people to jump into that group, into the show notes. So if anyone wants to go on there, they can um, find the link directly from there. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Joe. And also um, with the code REBELRESET, your guys will get 30% off. Amazing. Can we make it the Reset Rebel? We can. The Reset Rebel. There we go. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chloe. That's brilliant. Thank you. Rebel coming to you every day.